0: Hi, this is Mike Marshev, and welcome to another edition of Miked Up Marshev. I think this episode is going to be a little different from past programs, in that I have what I consider to be a pot potpourri, how's that, a pot potpourri of different topics I want to cover today, and as a result, this program might go a little bit longer than our five to seven minutes, as is usually the case. I listened into a webinar yesterday, Uh, something caught my attention, I wanted to listen in, it was about marketing, it was about a successful marketer sharing her particular strategy with the audience. So I listened in, and as I always do, I, I critique the presenter to learn what I can about the different styles of presenting. And then I listen to the material and either I confirm a few items that I already know or I find myself disagreeing somewhat, not a lot, but somewhat with the information delivered in the program. Uh, as a result, as the I invest an hour in the program, I usually am happy with, with the outcome. But let me tell you about something that was brought up in yesterday's program that I, I feel close to uh, and I feel strongly about. And the concept was a mistake that entrepreneurs make is to follow your passion, find your passion and you'll be okay. If, if you do what you like doing, then you'll never be working another day in your life. That, that's so the saying goes, you've heard it, I've heard it. Follow your passion. Well, here's the truth of the matter folks, is that if your passion is not worth paying for, if your passion is not something that I want, if your passion is something that I don't value, if your passion is something that I don't need, then what you're going to be doing is developing a hobby. And the the smart entrepreneur, uh, although I'm not not discounting, hear me out, I'm not discounting doing what you like to do, but I want you to look at it from a slightly different angle. If you want your business to succeed, you have to follow what's going to make it succeed. And that happens to be customers who are willing and uh, uh, eager, maybe the word's not eager, but willing to pay you, They find value in your service. They find value in what you offer and as a result are willing to pay you. Now, if that particular service happens to be something that you enjoy doing, i.e. your passion, then you've got a home run. But your passion without finding paying customers is going to end up in a huge, huge disappointment. So I wanted to just, I've always believed that and and everywhere you go you see these these uh, gurus and marketing people say follow your passion follow your passion well that's how you got into the travel business I think because you liked it you liked to travel your passion was travel so you said hey I'm gonna follow my passion and get into travel but I hope that you found out if not you're gonna find out very soon that that successful entrepreneurs need to market they need to to tell their story to a bunch of people and only a few are going to find value enough to hire you and then pay you for your services. So it is definitely an uphill battle. There are definitely two kinds of people in the world, people who want to do business with you and people who don't want to do business with you. They're, that's as simple as that. And if your passion can be tied closely with your skills, your, your particular skills, then you've got something. So, so here's another little assignment spend a couple of hours this week defining what it is you're good at what what can you bring to the party what skills have you developed over the last 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years that are worth paying for. And here's part two of that challenge is to go out and find out what your customers find to be a value. would what, 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 I always said that customer service is not your definition. Customer service is your customers definition what are they looking for what what do they appreciate what are they willing to pay for that's what you have to start paying attention to and then you take your skills and hone them into developing a product that your customers want and if you're having fun then that will result in following your passion so there it is right there but just blindly saying hey I like this I'm gonna make money you have a great idea let's do it isn't gonna cut the ice so that was the, the initial point that I wanted to make today. And the second point came to me while I was swimming this morning. Uh, as you know, or may not know, or you don't even care, you, I, I don't blame me if you don't care. I swim every morning for 30 minutes, and I, it's a thinking time for me, back and forth, back and forth, plenty of time to think. And I got finished a lap, and here's, a, here's the story. I think it's, we can classify this under the topic of leverage. Maybe leverage is the right word is I said, I'm going to time myself down and back and see how fast I can go swimming as fast as I can. Okay, so I hit the stopwatch, took off, boom, down to the wall, back again. And it read 44 seconds. Okay, back and forth, 44 seconds. Then I said, okay, now I'm going to do the same route, back and down and back, but a very leisurely stroke. My, very, my normal leisurely uh, Sunday afternoon stroll swim stroke. Okay, so I did that, and lo and behold, I found out that the the difference between me speeding through and me gliding through, if you will, was a mere four-second difference. I expected a lot more. I expected a lot more, but this confirms something that I already knew, and that is this. Speed in swimming is the distance traveled per stroke, not the number of strokes, okay? When I flailed away trying to go as fast as I could, I was swimming many strokes. But when I was gliding, they were fewer strokes, but the distance I traveled per stroke was further than when I was flailing away. I hope you understood that. I thought I just confused myself. Swimming speed, the distance per stroke. Same thing in speed skating. When you see these guys and the really fast skaters, you don't see them flailing away. You see them gliding left and then gliding right because it's the distance per stroke. Well, the same thing holds true in business, folks. You can flail away if you want. You can work hard, bang your head against the wall, and you're going to come up with some kind of results. But if you slow down, and concentrate on the distance per activity that you exercise, you are not going to be that far beyond. And the slower you go, the longer you can do it. The slower I swam, I could swim for two hours at a very leisurely pace. But when I was working very hard, I was tired after two laps. So the message I want to leave with you today is that concentrate on the maximum efficiency that you can uh, realize with everything you do. When you write an email, how can you maximize that email? When you write a letter, how can you maximize that letter? Don't just write letter, 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 email, email, email. How can I get the most mileage out of that one email? And I want you to recall my swimming exercise this morning it's the distance per stroke, it's the distance per email, it's the distance in proposal, it's the distance per phone call, it's the distance per one-on-one contact that will make the difference. Hope that makes sense. Hope I didn't confuse you. Follow your passion? Maybe. Follow the money? Absolutely. And maximize your distance per stroke. Those are the two messages I want to leave, leave you with today. I hope they made sense. I will talk to you again next week on another episode of Mike Up Marchef. Bye.